Surly Horns Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 15, and this is the first week I've actually been an active degenerate since I've been unemployed. We do have another guest on the podcast this week, but first, RGB3, how you doing? Special day today for you. It is nine years with the wifey. So, um, you know, we, uh, she's doing some kind of crazy diet. So I, I cooked myself a steak and, you know, got to enjoy it. But, uh, yeah, nine years together today. Um, and she's only murdered me or tried to murder me like two or three times that I know about. Um, I don't know about when I'm sleeping. So, (laughs) (laughs) and our special guest today is Kyle Umlang from Twitter, the stat man, the king of Texas Twitter. That's me. Voted number one by the fans. Yeah, you. So, so you did win the the. What was that? It was the tournament of Texas sports twitters. Yeah, it was best Texas sports Twitter account. And I was up against some heavy hitters, but no match. I didn't really understand. Other than like, was it? It was just pure likes and retweets. No, it was. Um, you had to vote. There, there was a poll for each round. Okay. A real live uh, bot had to vote for each one. You mean you won by getting a bunch of bots to vote for you? <laughs> Smart. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Numbers guy knows how to, how to win the numbers game. Yeah. Little AI. Uh, moving on from anniversary talk and um, winning things with bots. How about Mortal Kombat? They're teasing us with this fucking insane trailer. Friday. So by by the time people are listening to the podcast, they're going to be able to watch this movie live, and I could not be more excited. the The nerd inside of RGB three is the biggest Mortal Kombat geek in the world. I've played all the games a billion times. Um, lo- of course, you got to love the the movie, which is like the worst best movie of all time. Like <laughs> it's it's the quintessential nineties movie. But uh, it's up there. It's up there with Power Rangers. Oh yeah, for sure. No, so I grew up playing Mortal Kombat. I cannot. I'm just going to geek out so hard. This is this has definitely got to be my first movie that I'm going to go see in theaters since COVID hit. I, it has to be. I wish it wasn't so expensive to rent a movie theater because I looked into it for uh, Godzilla versus Kong because my friends wanted to do that, and it's absurd. It's like absurdly expensive. You can get a super cheap one if you do like a morning. So I looked into it like because you always see like school kids will do it. It's like a hundred bucks in the morning when they're not open. So you can't have concessions or anything like that. But you can literally just walk in and they'll just press play on the movie. Ah, So that's how they, you know, they're going to go in there and sneak their hand jobs during the (laughs) the morning sesh, huh? Nothing better than a McMuffin and Kong. Hey, that sounds great. (laughs) So I don't know if you all saw the trailer, but in the original trailer, Sub-Zero stabs Scorpion with his own blood. Yeah. It's going to be the greatest movie of all time. I don't care. It, the the story's going to be ass. It's going to be terrible. But <laughs> you're just going to see people... just, just going to recycle the story. Everybody, If you've played the game, right? What are they on? Mortal Kombat 9? The story's the same in every game. They just kind of introduce new characters and they just replay the same story, right? It's just a, a tournament where you fight to the death. It's not like Mario, but with yeah. the blood. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well, if y'all so, played the game, who, who's your who's y'all's go to fighter? Uh, well, I, I didn't play all of them, but my favorite one was I think it was like on the Sega. It was number three. Oh yeah, Ultimate like Noob Cybot, or I don't know what his name was. It was just some shadow guy. I I, I haven't played him forever, but that was my guy <laughs> back in the day. I'm a big Johnny Cage guy. Loved loved Annihilation, right? Mortal Kombat yeah. Annihilation is like one of my favorite movies of all time. So shitty. Reptile, <laughs> Reptile, definitely my favorite character in game. 100%. Oh, yeah. 
So and uh, his fatalities were always the fucking best. Oh yeah, just eat somebody's head. Yeah. <laughs> or so spit my, acid on them and just fucking melt them. My problem with Mortal Kombat is I love the game. I am pretty good at it when I play my friends. I'll beat the shit out of my friends to the point where they will not play me in it anymore. But I'm ass. Like, if I try to go online, it's like these people know, <laughs> like, 30 button sequences. I'm just going to get my ass handed to me. So I'm in this weird zone where I just have to play, like, single player by myself like a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not much of a gamer anymore, but, like, that started, like... Back with like like I start I was started playing Madden online and all these little kids just were destroying me and I'm like this isn't fun I'm I'm just gonna play by myself I'll just people calling you slurs your cousin <laughs> I'll make feel good man I remember being so toxic on Xbox Live anyway <laughs> for Mortal Kombat getting back to Mortal Kombat of course everything has to be a drinking game of some kind so what every time Scorpion does the get over here we're gonna take a shot of Fireball. And every time Sub-Zero freezes someone, we're going to take shots of Rumplemans. You're going to be dead. You're going to be absolutely dead. That's a game ender right there. Yeah, that's a, yeah, or yeah, fatality. You know, they throw something in there. But anytime Shang Tsung steals somebody's soul, who is who's my second uh, main guy that I usually use. So Other happenings, um, and we've got a statistics guy, so we need you to weigh in. On these statistics from a poster, his name is Close to Humping. It's a he's he's a funny guy. He sounds like he has a checkmark. Apparently, he's real strong. So he he started a thread and he said, "Can anybody match my fitness fitness numbers or something like that?" And uh, so he posted uh, his numbers, and we know that nobody ever lies on the internet, right? Never. It's, it's you're forced to tell the truth on the internet anytime you touch a keyboard. Um, that's why everybody, you know, believes everything that's on Twitter. Right. His bench is 425. His squat is 700. He can curl 120. He can run the 40-yard dash in 4.8 seconds. Obviously. And he can run two miles in 12 minutes flat. Uh, his, his cock is also nine inches, but that has absolutely nothing to do with anything. <laughs> what do you think about those stats? Okay. The first like few, maybe like 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 they kind of all the same like physique, but There's you no can way giant muscle guy four twenty who also sprints fast, but also can do two miles in twelve minutes. That's Joseph Osai. He just stole Joseph Osai's pro day numbers. <laughs> That's what he did. Except his cost is that really? Inches. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe he maybe he has inside knowledge on all the numbers. I so, would do miles over the the two miles. It's possible, but two miles, no. Two miles in 12 minutes. I've I've run a six-minute mile, right, in the sixes. That doesn't mean, like, six minutes flat. <laughs> I've, I've never run under, under uh, you know, like a 6.45. Well, yeah, but the faster you are, like, the, the more, like, like, slender you are. So you can't really bench 4.25 while also sprinting really well for two miles it just doesn't seem possible the the peak of my physical prowess in in high school football was i ran a four nine eight forty and uh the coaches laughed because i fucking blew out a blew out a blew out a cleat <laughs> like right at the it end of a tumble but hey i had a four in front of it that's all i give a shit about yeah. so. <laughs> that's that's impressive that you can tell actually your impressive that. Worth it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't break six right now. We were really wondering if uh, he has any eligibility left with some of these numbers. We should uh, get him on the football team, and then he could, I mean, continue posting on the message board. Put, put all the scoop <laughs> from the team. Right? Hey, friend of the pod, Nate Boyer, did it. You know, yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely he could be a deep snapper on this team. <laughs> Jeff Banks would love him. <laughs> so, Kyle, um, getting into you a little bit, how how did you end up uh, either at the University of Texas, a University of Texas fan? Tell us a little bit about you for, for the people that don't know who you are. So I attended uh, Texas during the Golden Age, 2004 to 2008. No, yeah, 2008. Maybe. I don't remember. Yeah, 2008. I saw all the best games. All the championships. All three consecutive BCS bowl wins. It was amazing. And then after I left, eh, not so much. <laughs> it happened. <laughs> hey, Actually, we got close. We got close. So you, you might be the cause of the demise. Have you ever questioned that, you know, in some kind of drunken reality where you're just like, man, I left in 08 and, you know, yeah. it could be partially my fault that Cole I think about hurt it his shoulder. Nightly. Every night I think about that. Yeah, but. I would too. <laughs> but so, so did you grow up uh, a Longhorn, or um, did you choose well, it because of school, and then and then you fell in love with sports? No, so so my family is like half and half Aggies, Longhorns. Uh, my dad's an Aggie. My little brother's an Aggie. My other little brother's a Longhorn. My mom's size mostly Longhorns. My dad's size mostly Aggies. It's a big big rivalry in my family. Uh, we watch it every. Thanksgiving, or if we weren't watching it, we were there at the game. Some bloody Thanksgivings. <laughs> yeah, it was the the very the the 2011 game. It was down to the last field goal, and I, I will always remember this when when the when the last kick was was went through the uprights. My little brother turned off the TV, threw the remote, ran up the stairs, and slammed his door. And some like some like family pictures started tumbling down the stairs because he, <laughs> he slammed his door so loud. And me and my other brother who went to Texas were just smiling at each other, like. <laughs> Yeah. Doesn't, yeah, this is awesome. Feels pretty good. Yeah, so, <laughs> feels pretty good. So, like in in uh, in high school, uh, my dad was like, "Yeah, you're gonna apply to A and M," and I was like, uh, "I'll apply, but I really want to go to Texas." So he was like, "Yeah, I guess whatever you want is fine. Texas is fine." So I went to Texas. <laughs> My my dad literally would not let me submit an application to to Texas A and M. He said, "I don't care where you go. You can go to Tech. You can go wherever you want. You will absolutely not." Apply That's what I with my kids. You can go anywhere, just not not uh, not Oklahoma, not Ohio State, not A and M. So, did you study math? Are you a math guy, like all the way through, like your education? I actually placed out of math my math credit before I even got there because I I decided to major in advertising for some reason. I don't know why. My guidance counselor said, "Oh, that sounds like fun," so I did that. And it needs one math credit, and I at like summer orientation, I took a math test to like place out of that, so I didn't have to take. I took math the entire time I was there. I failed math three times, basic math. <laughs> I only needed to pass one <laughs> class, and I failed it three times. So. Oh come! On. And then I got a C on. I got to see on the last one because it was online only and I, I had my buddy do it for me. So nice. Yeah. So, so I, so I did advertising. I did a bunch of marketing gigs out of, out of college. And then uh, I found a job that was like a marketing analyst, which did more like numbers and stuff. And so then my next job after that was like a data analyst. And so I got kind of just moved from the marketing side of things to the more the data analysis type stuff. Mr. Data. Yeah. You then I got decided to get my master's. <laughs> I, I just I'm graduating in May from Syracuse with a master's in uh, applied data science. So um, now I'll tell people that's my degree and not the not the advertising one. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah, so now, now, now you will be a bona fide data guy. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to you know, we got to give the people what they want. You talked about Texas and Texas A&M. I got to know what are your favorite Texas versus Texas A&M stats? OK, well. 
I don't know if you know this, but I got a book with all my favorite stats. Yes, please. Yes. Um, I actually, I left in the other room. I, 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 I tagged no, my favorite we this shit. Okay. Or we might just leave it rolling. Who cares? <laughs> this guy has, a, he's while he's going to get his shirt, he has a, a, a shirt of himself on that says Mr. Data. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> <Mr. Data. laughs> Imagine, imagine accumulating this much, this much knowledge, and just putting it towards trolling A and M. You just gotta love it. <laughs> I mean, it's it's very Randolph Duke esque, yeah, uh, but better, but much better. So I'll just I'll just read a couple of my faves. Okay, by 1952, Texas had already beaten A and M more times than the Aggies would ever beat the Longhorns in the rivalry sister history. Fifty-two. <laughs> okay. Uh, in football, Texas top five finishes in football during leap years. It's five. A and M top five finishes in football, basketball, or baseball all time. Four. <laughs> in leap years, every four years. <laughs> That's so good. Texas A and M's last national championship is closer to the Emancipation Proclamation than it is to this upcoming season. <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma A and M changed its name to Oklahoma State in 1957. To this day, it's still the most successful agricultural mechanical college in NCAA history by earning 23 Division I championships before the name change. Texas A&M only has 16 to this date. <laughs> oh, and, and that's including the women's basketball national yes. championship. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so they and and the swimming and diving national championship and every equestrian championship that's ever been played. I'm sure. <laughs> and don't forget meat judging. Wait, so so even even. Though even after the name change, not counting all the success, because Oklahoma State has had plenty of success after the name change. Oh yeah, you, but that's you, not you, even you including the success after the name, after name change. Name change. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, Kellen Mond <laughs> broke nearly every career QB record at Texas A&M. Sam Ellinger still has two thousand plus more yards of offense and thirty-four more touchdowns than he did. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Ellinger, who is Texas's what third? I guess you got to say third best quarterback in recent. Statistically, he's he's probably second best. Accomplishments third. Okay, only four Power Five teams didn't pad their stats with FCS opponents in the last decade: Notre Dame, Texas, UCLA, and USC. Texas A&M played ten. <laughs> you know what? Uh, no, about that? Since they moved to the SEC, no one has played more FCS teams than A&M. At like it in all of FBS. Yeah. Uh, my favorite thing <laughs> is the year that they, um, I can't remember what year it was, but to be old bowl eligible, they counted their spring game as their sixth win. Um, I, I can't remember what year it was. I got to find it, but yeah, they counted their spring game as a win <laughs> so they could get bowl eligible. <laughs> A&M's 2020 college football playoff resume had more wins against teams that fired their head coach than wins against teams with winning records. <laughs> in the last 50 years donald trump has been impeached more times than anim has beaten alabama ouch that one's that one stings no cloaker no cloaker for those aggies that are optimistic about this upcoming season in the last 20 years when ranked in the ap preseason poll anim is six and 23 against ranked teams during the regular season. What? Good luck. <laughs> so, I mean, so what you're telling me is, and, and let's go meta. Let's go meta for a little bit. 
what you're telling me is uh, A&M sucks. <laughs> yes. Historically incorrect. <laughs> I wrote a book of how much they suck. <laughs> I can't wait to read it. Let, let's tell the listeners so they, they can go and buy this book. What is the what is the name yeah. of this book? It's called 101 Aggie Facts. Things Every Longhorn Should Know. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and uh, I think that that was a really good sneak preview in, in in what's in the book. Do you add commentary between these, or are you just blast? No, it's just it's just unless you you can flip to a random page, and there's a random stat for you just like that. And oh my god, do you know a lot of things people didn't know? And and I, I hope to pat the, the the goal is to to spread the word of Aggie's misfortune. Is all I can't wait to 102 facts. <laughs> I think you could write a second book immediately. I think my favorite thing. I already have enough to do like a half a second book already. So I'm <laughs> Jimbo will give you enough. Have you ever heard of a, a fellow named Randolph Duke? Yes, everyone calls me Randolph Duke on Twitter. Anytime I piss someone off, they're like, oh, you're just Randolph Duke. Clothing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that means. You don't know what that means. So you've heard it, but you have yeah, no yeah, idea. I, I've, I've heard of, of, of the Randolph Duke. Okay, so Randolph Duke is a member of our community, and okay. he's been kind of around in our community for a while. Surly Horns can't take credit for Randolph Duke's existence, but Randolph <laughs> I don't Duke, know if we want to. <laughs> he, 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 rose, he rose to critical acclaim mainly during the Shaggy Bevo days um, when he, I mean, he would just go in real hard on <laughs> just very obscure, insane <laughs> history. Like he had newspaper clippings and all kinds of shit that he would yeah. do cool. And, and I mean, he went and did like, you know, document requests and like dug in courthouses and like did all, all kinds of insane <laughs> shit yeah. to, uh, to basically just talk about how uh, Texas A&M is part of the University of Texas system. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, they, they they were split off and all this stuff. So that's um, where Randolph Duke. And so he will occasionally still make um, an appearance every every couple of months. I'd say once a quarter, he comes out and yeah. uh, he, he graces us with his presence. So so speaking of research, how do you gather all this? What's, what's your go to source? Are you just scouring the Internet? Like, how do you, how does all this? Now, so it started um, in 2019. I mean, I've had Twitter since 2011, but from 2011 to 2019, I have about 10 tweets. That I don't even know what they are. But in 2019, I, I like for my grad school, we had to uh, do a bunch of like data visualizations using Tableau. And there's like a, this online community on Twitter about with like data visits. And so I joined that. I joined Twitter back again for that. And I started posting stuff. And every 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 data visit would get like 10 likes. It wasn't a big deal. And then all of a sudden, one time, it was March 1st, I posted this uh, history of a versus Texas. And it blew up and had like a thousand plus likes. Sam Ellinger retweeted it. I got oh, man. new followers in one day and I was like, oh, I'm going to do college football stuff because people actually like like this. No one cares about my other stuff. So then I just started doing just random college football stats and just cool, uh, cool, like graphic design stuff. Um, and so like every every time I think of something to do, I'll look it up, I'll research it and then I'll post it and then I save what I've researched. So right now I have this this Dropbox folder with like, I don't know, like 
50 gigs worth of, of just data from just random places, random things that I never know when I might, I might need it, but I have most everything. That's so crazy. you, you uh, like, there's, there's a website. Um, what is it called? It's like NCAA stats or something, right? There's, there's a database of like every box score and like every stat from every team that in like the, at least the recorded history age, yeah. I'm sure you have to dig deeper for the not like, I think that's pretty much everything from like the seventies on is is basically freely available on on the internet stuff that gets older than that yeah it's kind of dicey i have every box box score of every fbs game that's ever been played i have that and like like the location it was played and and um i've added a bunch of stuff to it like what what conference that team was in in 1922 or whatever it was played i'm trying to work i'm trying to work on adding who was the head coach and what was the stadium's capacity back then uh to every single team it's gonna take forever to do but Good God. <laughs> and then I'll, I'll add in like which if, if either team was ranked during it. I have a separate file of every uh, AP ranking from 1936 on uh, of every week. So I can tell you how many weeks TCU has been ranked number six since 1950. I don't know why you'd want to know that, but I, I can do it. I kind of uh, want to know. <laughs> I kind of want to know. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> how many weeks has Texas sucked in my lifetime? Just do that. I'm not a whole lot. It's not actually recency bias. You've got recency bias. Yeah, I guess Texas has, has not sucked much. I think. Yeah. I think it's it's the sucky years or the years that I was drinking through. So it just it, it just made it exponentially worse. So like when I was a kid, it was great. So <laughs> yeah, I, I um I, I I remember back in the day when I didn't really follow every single game. Two thousand two and before, like I was like, oh Texas is playing this week. Oh, I'll check the score at the end. It wasn't a big deal. But basically, since 2003, 2004, I've watched every single game that I can, and I remember most games. But yeah, it's been a uh, last decade's been kind of rough. Uh, I just remember my dad calling Chris Sims a pussy for for, for years. So <laughs> that's yeah. my earliest memory of Texas football is hearing Chris Sims getting called a pussy. <laughs> nice. So did you you went to the Rose Bowl or did, no? Did I did not. My my cousin went. Uh, I did not. I did not have enough uh, money to go. It was. Crazy expensive. Like you gotta pay for a flight. You gotta Should pay for put a book out. A hotel that's like quadrupled in price for that night. You got four hundred dollar tickets. Like it's a lot of moolah for two thousand four. Kyle. Yeah. Especially we, uh, we when when we went uh, to the two thousand nine seasons, the two thousand ten Rose Bowl. Yeah. Uh, we flew to Vegas and stayed in Vegas, and then the the day of uh, or the night before, we drove in and stayed out like fucking in some flea bag motel and then drove into Pasadena the, the, the you know, the day of. So we drove from Vegas to LA and stayed in, you know, really far away from Pasadena. And then the morning of drove into Pasadena and, and then obviously parked like infinity away right, from yeah. the stadium. It was still probably $50. <laughs> oh yeah. Who knows? I don't, I don't even remember. I, I don't even remember. I was homeless. Um, I wouldn't have made it out of Vegas. So yeah, I w- yeah. There's no way I would have made it out of Vegas at that point. <laughs> just... I was I was still I was 20 years old. I couldn't even gamble. Oh, I just like, walked around casinos and <laughs> I, I looked 21 and I didn't try and gamble, so nobody carded me. But I I just drank in the casinos and yeah, would just kind of avoid the the pit bosses and stuff. And you just probably just look like people who like left their like drinks that are like a third full. You just start- oh. No, I mean everybody I was with was was like in their twenties, one plus age range, and so they they would just get me drinks, and then I would yeah. drink them. 
Yeah. So it was a, those are are great memories. And I I just remember that, that national championship game uh, Mm -hmm. being in the stands was insane. Right. I mean, that that was the, the most I've ever seen the tides turn within a single game, but pun intended. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you know, it's, it's, it's our fault that Alabama even has a, has like a, a dynasty. It's all our fault. Oh, yeah. Not not just that game, but I mean, Saban was coming. Like if telling people Saban was fucking coming. Like he was he was coming. <laughs> Mac fucked it up. Mac fucked yeah. it up for everybody. It's it's yeah. an it's like not even a secret anymore. Saban was fucking coming. And uh guess what? Texas pulled a Texas. <laughs> don't even want to well, I don't know. I don't know if it was that or if Nick Saban, you know, made a deal with Satan. Oh, and yeah, that, as part that, of that deal, yeah. that Mac Brown's soul was also sacrificed. <laughs> no, no, I always thought, I always thought uh, that Mac Brown made some like he was on the sideline, just making like praying to Satan on that one second left in the Big Twelve Championship, and he was like, I don't, I don't care what it takes, I have to win this game. Please, Satan, bless me with this win. Um, I'm pretty sure like, Satan was well, in hey, Dominic too. Um, and Dominican, I've never seen a defensive performance in my life. Yeah, I mean, like no. the Dominican Sue game i mean that's what you got to call it at this point the indomitian yeah. suit game holy fucking shit that guy was everywhere i've never in my life like even aaron donald he wishes he was indomitian sue at nebraska <laughs> holy shit who won the heisman that year bradford yeah yeah, yeah, Bradford. Man, that was a mistake. Again. That was a mistake. And Damakung Su should have won. A lot of them were mistakes. Heisman. The Heisman's, I, I, I've, I've, I've learned in my last like ten years of watching it. It doesn't. Even, it's just a popularity contest. It doesn't really matter. The the player rarely wins. It's it's just stupid. It means nothing. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, Jason White winning one with his Jinko right. jeans. And, right. Yeah. Larry Fitzgerald got robbed. Vince got robbed. Right. Vote after the national championship game. Right, I know, and and then Reggie Bush gets caught, you know, taking money or whatever. Like Vince, that should be sitting in your house. You can pawn it. We 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 know you're hard up. Just pawn it. Also, come on the podcast. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do you have requests from fans on the Twitter sphere? I guess they they yes. you know you have an overlapping fan base, right? Of yes. just random math nerds and now ut football people i get 30 to whatever dms a day with people saying hey have you ever thought of this or or why don't you look up this and or how'd you find this or what what would you do if you were looking for this and it just it all it's hard to like respond to all of them so sometimes i'll like forget i i have them then like a month later i'll be looking i'm like oh i never responded to this dude i'm like uh i guess it's a little too late to give an answer (laughs) i gotta know about the bad dms like there's no way A&M. yeah you have to have tons of aggies oh. in your dms yes it, okay it, you know uh, i don't know if you know on twitter but like on dms like if you click on your messages at the very top it'll say like new requests if it ever says new requests it's not a good one <laughs> it's always from like someone who doesn't follow you or and and i already know what it is like before i even gigum jimbo 69 wants to send yeah, you a message Jimbo 69 says you suck you such a nerd live in my basement you never looked at a girl before you're a loser just tell them to fuck a sheep that's all you gotta do just send say fuck a sheep <laughs> <laughs> And then you can keep track of that, and you can yeah. say number of sheep that have been fucked due to Kyle <laughs> this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't you have a yeah. yell practice to go to? You got a fucking practice yelling. God damn, are you gonna have to practice, you know, coloring inside the lines next? Jesus. Like it's not like make believe. Like my brother, I, he went to AM. Like I like four years after I was done with Texas, he was at AM. Like he was a freshman when I was a senior. Like I was there and witnessed everything he was taught there. Like he came, he came back from orientation and he was like, he came back with all these dates memorized. He was like, Hey, did you know that uh, A&M had the first all black fraternity? And I was like, I already know that's not right. <laughs> I was like, no, that's not true. There's no fucking way that's true. I was like, there's no way. And he goes, well, I was like, who, what? And he named the fraternity. I was like, there's no way. Like there've been, there've been like all black colleges for like hundred plus years. Like there's no way that A&M in the sixties. Who's like when that's when they started like admitting women and 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 uh, African Americans? There's there's just no way they had the first one. And he like <laughs> didn't, didn't it's believe weird. it. He he was like, well, they told me at fish camp. I was like, okay, well, Even I'm telling the Waterburger you thing, like the Waterburger thing, like oh, you have to have a maroon stripe. Like get over it. Like get over it. It's just yeah. it's just fuck. It's Waterburger. Like okay, yeah. if I was Waterburger, I'd slap my dick on the table and I'd say, I don't give a fuck. I'll put an extra twenty in Austin. <laughs> Sell those bitches over there. Guess what? Enjoy your fucking Wendy's. College Station still doesn't have a Waffle House. Un American. That's not even orange. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's yellow. American. Well, fine dining in College Station. You're t you're you're talking about. I mean, do they have a Pluckers? I don't think they have a Pluckers. I mean, if you're talking, if you're talking Dixie Chicken, they don't want to talk. That, that is the beginning and end for them. That is what they. If you ask any Aggie, like where to go, always chicken. My brother always tried to go like, get me to go. He was like. You gotta go to this chicken. I was like, I don't want to. He's like, trash. chicken and then beers. I was like, every place has that. Yeah, they, I remember. So I went. Oh God, it's been fucking years now. Um, they make you buy a mug and you get cheaper refills or something like that. I don't know. At least that was a deal like eleven years ago. So I remember walking in. My buddy's like, "Oh, you gotta buy the mug and you just carry it around and they'll fill it anywhere you go on Northgate." I'm like, "Well, this is fucking stupid. I don't. I just don't want to carry around this big ass fucking mug." But I guess you got to do it because the thing was like three dollar Bud Lights or something fucking terrible. Yeah. Fuck that city. That city's terrible. What is your favorite tweet? Right. So the, the first favorite one tweet? that you did, right? Oh. The, so you know that first one you described, where yeah. it's like, okay, it gets picked up by Sam, it gets retweeted, it has a, a, you know a thousand yeah. plus likes, and you're like. Maybe there's something to this. So is there one tweet that either statistically or, um, you know, just something about it um, where it meant more to you? A any Like, what's your favorite tweet since you're now like, you know, yeah. Longhorn Twitter royalty? What's your favorite tweet? It's hard to choose because like I I've posted before that there's like Twitter's weird. Like I could spend like a week researching and stat. I'm like, oh, this is a killer stat. No one's, I've never seen this before. I've been looking at these numbers for a week and I finally have it. And I post a stat and it has like 20 likes. I'm like, ah, that was, that was worth it. And then, and then I could just be like, like walking outside on the sidewalk and see something and just write a quick little pun and that'll get 5,000 likes. I'm like, well, I'm in the wrong business. Like what, 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 what am I doing? I should just do puns. So I like Aggie Fact Thursday. Those are, those are always yeah. my favorite. Th those, those are so easy to find. It's, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Like, like I started uh, Tech Fact Tuesday and Baylor Fact Wednesday, and those are uh, it's like I'm not really that motivated to do them. Like I'll, I'll, I'll look stuff up and it's it, it's OK. It's it's pretty easy to find something interesting. Not Baylor Fact Wednesday is just um, women safe on campus. Zero. <laughs> <still>. <laughs> but Aggie Fact Thursday, it just it's so easy. They, they just come so naturally to me. Um, they're fun to do. But uh, so when when uh, Mike Gundy had that 
OAN shirt of the own network last offseason. My tweet was Oklahoma State's going OAN 12, 2020. <laughs> it literally it blew up so quickly, and I was like, I spent four seconds on this. It, I, I hate Twitter. Uh, all you had to do is you'd be like this much clever. And and right. people eat that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it like one second before somebody else comes up with it, and then yeah. it, it blows the, up. There are some like really great uh, like accounts that do like really heavy like stats and and data on like whatever their team is, and they don't have that many likes. That's because people just I don't know if it's because like they don't understand them or they just don't care. But stats are for nerds, so you have <laughs> to have some personality with it. Otherwise, you won't. Hey, I'm bad at stats, but I'm good at Mortal Kombat, so I'll take that trade off. <laughs> Who is this Blinken Riley guy? Oh yeah, because I don't, I don't do the Twitter. I don't do the Twitter much. I, uh, it's pretty clear the Surly Horns Twitter was a, a barren place for a long time. You started podcasts and RGB three. You know, <laughs> kind of just started helping me do some Twitter stuff. It's but, just uh, the easiest way to explain it is he is the Oklahoma Sooner version of what what I am to texas so he's like a data guy a stat guy for oklahoma um he has a he has a bedlam fact friday where he just rips on oklahoma state um i gotta get him on the pod now yeah and so i saw i saw today that you announced not to, but a couple of hours ago that you guys are gonna i'm sure it's not gonna be a super regular podcast but you guys no, are it, gonna i mean he's busy i'm busy uh but people have been requesting like a um crossover episode for since 2019 so we're finally gonna do one because he we we got enough retweets for it to happen so he he said if it if it gets 250 retweets we'll do it so he's down so i'm down we're we're gonna do it i don't don't know what's gonna be are y'all gonna just rapid fire yeah i have no idea like rapid fire back and forth i I thought it'd be a good idea for us to like pick names of schools out of a hat and then come up with stats about them in like five minutes but i don't know i I don't know what we're gonna do I'm picturing like an eight mile, like Papa Doc. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. You just like, you have to like just yeah. roll shit off the top of your head. Yeah, He's really good. And Oklahoma has stats in their favor. Like, so I, don't I talk about this here. I'll be like be rabbit and I'll just like destroy Texas. And it's like, I'll be like, throw the mic at him. Say, tell, tell him something they don't know about me yet. Or something. Yeah, like there that. you go. I'll yeah. go first. <laughs> All right, we really appreciate you coming on. We know that you're a busy guy and stuff, and you're you're more than welcome to stay on while we talk about all things Texas. We're gonna get into spring practice. We're gonna talk a little bit about uh, the rest of the sports that are happening because apparently uh, Texas just isn't back in football. Um, they're coming back, and they're coming for not only your coaches but your fucking players, top ten, right? everything, your championships, your everything. Right. Yeah. We're, we're coming everywhere. Yeah. So stick around if you want, but uh, you know, we really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Thanks, yeah. Spring practice. We've got the orange and white game coming up on Saturday of this week. And still no one knows what the fuck's going on. <laughs> hey, RGB three. Do you know anything? We know that we're going to be live on discord um, for the spring game. Um, that's about, all I know, I have a crawfish boil at three, so I was just going to tape the game, but um, looks like we're going to be live, and I want people to tell me to shotgun beers live on the podcast. Or live we, we probably will shotgun. So every time there's a, um, this may kill us. Oh, we God. can't do that. Oh, no. Touchdown, touchdown shotguns are probably not a good idea. No, let's do it. We'll do it until we run out of beer. <laughs> yeah, we just can't bring that many beers. 
We don't, we'll start with 12 beers. I'm going to do it. It's, it's, I'm going to a crawfish boil, and I'm only going to be there for the first half, so you're going to be the guy that's in danger. I'm going to be good. fucking trash. Yeah, <laughs> so. If they do some, like, red zone, like, oh, yeah, we're just going to run red zone plays for, like, 15 plays or something, yeah, it's done. I think it's going to be really interesting to watch because what we do know is it's not going to be ones versus twos. It's going to be a mix of ones on both teams. And oh, so. Sure. As much as we thought we were going to be able to to see who was pulling ahead um, from the Hudson Card and and Casey Thompson QB battle, we're just not gonna we're just not gonna know shit. I, it's Card. It's Card. Everybody knows it's Card at this point. I think it's I think it's common knowledge. It's Card. From who? From what fucking? From what data? From my common knowledge. I don't know about that. I th- I th- okay. So I'm going to lay out the case for Hudson Card. I'm going to lay out the case for Casey yes, Thompson real please, quick. Please do. 20 seconds on each. Sure. Casey Thompson looked great in the Alamo Bowl, has more experience. You know, he's got a he's got a good arm. He's got good legs. Dude's going to be able to play. Pros for Hudson Card. The exact same thing about Casey Thompson minus the experience, but he gets an extra year eligibility. For me, I'm taking Hudson Card. And then you can look at, like, all the articles that came out after where, uh, the, the coaches were gone. They had that athletic article, and they were like, oh, man. They, I think they said Hudson Card was Aaron Rodgers. Like, I think you just give that guy like and and my thing is like, okay, that extra year eligibility is so important because if you get, you know, say Casey Thompson's a 92 and Hudson Cars is a 90. Well, I would rather take the extra year of eligibility of the guy that's a 90 than the the guy that's only going to be able to give you, you know, one less year than the 92. So it's like, okay, we'll throw that in. And it looks like they're both fucking 92s. So it's like, well, might as well throw the guy with more eligibility in. And Hudson Card would for sure fucking transfer. Casey Thompson might stick around until next, you know, next offseason. Okay, cool. I'm a transfer. He, at that point, he, he could probably grad transfer too. Free so transfer. No, no, no. They're doing the, the one free transfer thing now. So. Oh, yeah, that's true. But yeah. yeah, so either way, I mean, he, I, I think it, it lines uh, like the stars are aligning um, and we'll get into our let's take Hudson Card's dick out of your mouth and uh, let's talk I about won't. Casey Thompson I'm gonna I'm 20, I'm 20 seconds on, on Casey his, Thompson I'm gonna I'm gonna suck on his baby hands so <laughs> <laughs> it's little tiny baby hands you said you're gonna go 20 seconds on each you're just done you, you're spent yeah yeah no it's, yeah. it's just Casey Thompson <laughs> I'm just gonna do 40 seconds on 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 Hudson Card that's all I need so <laughs> I I'm, I'm excited to see it. I, I think for me, it's if, if Hudson card just shows that he has a pulse, I'm putting him over Thompson solely because of that, that extra year. And um, I love Casey Thompson. I thought he was fantastic, especially I me mean, in the Alamo bowl. I mean, he looked stupid good, but it was also Colorado and they fucking suck. But you know, you do got to give it to a little more experience, but at the same point, you know, um, even though Hudson Card has less experience, sometimes that's a benefit. So um, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like. Uh, I, I have a feeling both guys are going to be taking reps during the entire season. Um, yeah. I think Hudson Card takes the first snap, and you know it might be some kind of interchange bullshit like Sims and Applewhite. I don't want to fucking say it, but I got to say it. <laughs> Whatever. I'm done talking about offense, right? So we'll talk about it a little bit. Roshan Johnson, it, they're ba- basically it it sounds almost confirmed that they're just going to do like situational RB1, yeah. right? It is we have two RB1s. There's no it's not a tandem back. It's not a duo. They're not going to split carries. It's going to be dependent on I think the scheme that the other team runs. 
Yeah. Um, and I think Bijan runs better against a certain scheme. And I think that Roshan runs better against a different scheme. And I think they're just going to say, we've got two really talented guys that, that, and they're going to go off the matchup. And so I think we'll see both guys get 20 plus carries on, on in different games, depending on who the, the opponent is. I, I've heard that too. And I 100% disagree with that. Bijan is like a general talent. Like he's, he's like, he's like the next Reggie Bush. You don't, let some other guy get his reps. I, I want all Bijan all the time. Last uh, all gas, no breaks. All gas, no breaks. All Bijan, no Rojan. But I mean, I mean, Rojan's good too. But there was a stat last year that I posted uh, during the at the towards the end of the Alamo Bowl. It was uh, Bijan Robinson is averaging nine thousand percent more yards per carry than Roshan Johnson, but he's getting what? 70% less carries. 9,000? 9, Did you 9, say over 9,000? Over 9,000? 9,000 better. Tom podcast. Herman was putting him in 17% less. Like, I, I don't I don't like that. Like, that, that's crazy. You, Tom Herman. Fuck you, Tom Herman. Put in a guy who averages nine yards per carry. Don't put... It doesn't matter the situation. Like he's a generational talent. He will find the yards. We get three years of Bijan. We get three years of Bijan because he's right. going to the NFL. He's going to the fucking NFL. So this is year two. We wasted right. year one. This is right. year two. I want a 55 split. You know, that's what I'm looking for. If, if Bijan's getting 15, I want Roshan to get five. If right. Bijan's getting 20, I want Roshan to get, I'm not a math guy. I'm going to say 10. So <laughs> that's, not right. that's absolutely not right. It's absolutely not right. But I don't care. Either way, that's what I want. If we're if it's if there's 30 carries in the game, right. I want 2010 split. Yep. It should be it should be uh two thirds, one third. It, yep. Yeah, yep, for yeah. sure. It's it, and because Bijan's your best player. He's the best player on I don't know. Team. I don't know. I think you know, you let him get two hundred yards and then you just sit him. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that could be two fucking carries. Uh, no, that's <laughs> not the worst. Ninety-nine carries. yards. God damn it! So <laughs> three carries. <laughs> yeah. So uh, defense. I think what we're actually going to see, and I don't know if this is going to be on purpose or not. It probably won't be. But they're gonna they're gonna call plays. They're gonna call like the full. You know, let let the guys on offense run stuff. But w- one thing that we have heard from all the media availability. I don't I don't trust anything I read from any of the 995ers is the defense is moving quick and they're hitting real fucking hard. Dude, PK, he's a he's a beast. He's a killer, man. I can only killer. imagine. So and, and how much you have to you have to take this with a grain of salt too. How shitty is the offense going to look because the defense may just be really that good? I don't care. I, yeah, they say defense wins championships. I don't care what the defense does as long as they can tackle. That's all I care about. Yep. Oh, I think we'll see some tackling. I do yeah. not want to see another season of every, everyone making fun of Texas every Saturday, every Sunday on college football, like recap, like how we're missing tackles. Don't make Kyle come up with a missed tackle stat. <laughs> I do not want another we ranked in the top 10 of missed tackles. I love BJ Foster, but just wrap up, bro. I think I'm looking forward to seeing Ray Thornton. Um, I've, I mean, all the 995ers are raving about him, and the dude looks like a fucking beast so i'm super excited to see i mean i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be stuck in a dark alley with that guy nope but i think the uh i i think i think it's going to be one of those interesting things like you can already see like the practice reports and i actually think it's a good thing that we're hearing oh yeah the defense is further along than the offense well yeah because the quarterback doesn't have as much experience and left the left the offensive line just a complete fucking shit heap 
So normally when you hear it from the Aggie 995ers, you hear, oh man, this guy's doing fantastic and they're running all over this, and but the run defense is great. And it's like, okay, well, if both sides are great, how are you <laughs> judging that? Right. So yeah. The fact that we have a like, hey, look, the defense, which has more experience than the offense. I mean, we're going to be starting, I guess, Carriage and Majors are both going to be technically true freshmen with the, with the COVID season. So we're starting two freshmen on the offensive line, plus probably a true freshman quarterback, plus our wide receiver depth sucks. So it's like, yeah, the defense needs yeah. to be more advanced. The defense the better step up because we can't rely on we can't like I think last year we had like we ranked first for like at least half the season on points per game, probably top 10 in the season. Like We're not going to have that this year. We need no. the to step up. Yeah, even with Sark. You know, you, you yeah. just got to have a defensive contribution. And yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. And I'm, I'm super excited. And I'm, I can't wait to just shotgun a beer per touchdown because now it's a thing. We've spoken into existence. It's a thing now. So <laughs> so it's crazy. You know, the I think the athleticism on both sides as well. In the pictures that they post on social media, the guys look bigger. They're not they're they're not coming in at higher weights. If anything, they're actually a little bit lighter. But these guys, this new strength and conditioning is has got these guys in yeah. phenomenal shredded. shape. Phenomenal shape. Yeah. Explosion. And so maybe. speaking of of freak athleticism, we've got the Texas volleyball team in the semifinals for the NCAA championship. And final four, baby. I don't really watch a whole lot of volleyball, but I did watch the highlights of this last game. And then, of course, I listened to some of the the media pundits in volleyball, and I'm going to steal some of what they were saying. Because they were like, Texas, the Texas Longhorns are not a team that you want to be playing right now because they're just freaks. They're just athletic freaks right now. And so I've got a couple of stats um, from the volleyball game. And, data, uh, right? <laughs> you know, people may not watch volleyball. I hope you know the rules a little bit, right? You I don't know. Have to do that. It's like yeah. tennis. It's like tennis. So if you know tennis, it's kind of the same thing. Aces I just like the shorts. That's all thing. I care about. <laughs> yeah. So um, there is a, a, a woman on the team who served five aces. And then there was another like grown ass woman on the team that had 18 kills on a, a, a 63% or a 630 is what they call it in volleyball. So, you know, 63% of the time that she touches the ball, she scores a point. That's now insane. I know what kills mean. Who is and, this? And, and a kill is a kills like, you know, a spot, you know, what we would think of as like a spike or, or something after it's volleyed. So there are some freaks on this team and it's just everyone on the team is is so dynamic and you watch it and you're like oh dang these girls these girls are just like clowning on teams right now yeah they had uh the team had three all-americans on the team this year jesus how many people play in a volleyball game i don't know that i think six <laughs> at a time maybe oh, I don't, I don't yeah no six at a time yeah so, and when so are, uh, do they play uh, tomorrow Tomorrow. Oh, shit. Yeah, playing yeah. tomorrow at 8.30 at night. Everybody, it's on ESPN. Uh, no excuse not to support uh, your, your Longhorn sports, especially when they're in a semifinal game for an NCAA championship. Um, the, the, you know, TV ratings, they're, they're a big deal here. Uh, they're playing number one Wisconsin, who is right. really fucking good. Wisconsin is so good that Texas, I think, ended the fall. Like, like there was a big break between fall and restarting it up right now. Uh 
Texas was number one or two all season in the fall. And then they went on a COVID break, the whole like volleyball team. And then when they came back, Wisconsin took the number one ranking and Texas went to like number two or number four. I can't remember, but it was quite good that they, they passed them up during a COVID break. That's going to be a battle. And Texas, Texas four and four against Wisconsin all time. They've lost their last three matchups to them. That's how we're good. due. We're due. Yeah. And then the other, on the other side, the other semifinal is uh, second ranked Kentucky against sixth ranked Washington. So this is actually going to be, if, if the Longhorns win this one, it's, you know, it's not a guaranteed championship, but this is the hard game. This is, uh, you know, this is their seventh final four since 2010. Damn. <laughs> and it'll be their third championship game appearance since 2015. That's how dominating Texas volleyball has been. Where's Tom Brady type shit. Is, that's A&M Tom Brady shit. Equestrian. So yeah, that's, that's great. That's great news. <laughs> Speaking of women's sports, I have a stat for you. That's not a good one for oh, shit. ball, basketball, football, but uh, Texas women's big three sports, which is basketball, volleyball, softball. They have now qualified for their, or I guess it was a few days ago. They qualify for their second Elite Eight of the 2020-21 season. Men's Big Three Sports, which is football, basketball, baseball, they haven't qualified for two Elite Eights since 2014, all combined. Okay, we'll cut that. We'll cut that out of the podcast. <laughs> no, congratulations. You can't have all you know, just the, the, women's, the women's sports teams have been carrying the flag this whole yes. time, waiting for Chris Del Conte to fix the fucking mess that has yes. been men's sports. Um, and so it looks like we're on the right track with the Chris Beard hire. The Sarkeesian hire is is starting to look um, pretty promising. We're going to find out what, you know, what it's really made of. And David Pierce, Saturday. he's rolling, baby. He's at 14 straight. 14, 14 straight games. Straight. They are yeah. looking. I mean, it, it's not only the Hispanic Titanic. I mean, Ty Men's beast. Like everybody. It's incredible. Yeah. And it's not just like we've been just beating up on a bunch of slappy teams. Like, they're rolling. I got a few baseball stats, too, while I'm on here for yes. a couple of minutes. Since the AM game, Longers have gone 14-0 with four series sweeps. And the same time frame, same time frame Aggies have gone 4-8. and eight. They've lost three <laughs> series. Yes. Um, this is what Texas, for. Texas was last in the Big 12, their last full season of play, which is 2019 due to COVID. They're now tied for first. Uh, they have the best win percentage in all of Big 12. They haven't lost a series yet this season. They are 9-0 on series. Um, Man. The record for most consecutive wins to open a season is 34 back in 1977. The record for most midseason consecutive wins is 33, which was set in 1982. Texas, like you said, has 14, um, which is the most since 2010 when they had 21 in a row. Let's go. Let's That's all go. gas, no breaks. All gas, no gas, breaks. No breaks. We're stopping. TCU is our biggest hurdle coming up. I mean, I guess in tech, but tech, TCU, yeah, yeah. TCU is I with for first. Yeah, and so we've got Huckleberry who also does some statistical analysis on um, the baseball team, and he posted earlier today in one of the baseball threads where we did a, a midseason evaluation of the team. And right now, Texas is number three in his ratings through the weekend. Um, and so from an offensive perspective, they're, um, you know, I think they're ranked 20th, but they, you know, I think they scored an 8.17, whatever that means on his scale. But on the defensive side, they are second. Um, And then, you know, from a a slugging percentage and how much, how many home runs they hit and their strength of schedule. um, It's really looking like Texas is, is poised to make a serious run at a postseason. 
like a, a, a real postseason. That'll be fun. I'm not going to make a prediction, but like, you know, if we get that far, holy shit, that'll be that. I mean, I can't wait to, you know, really dive into, you know, more Texas baseball. And it's been fun to watch the games I've, you know, been able to watch. Man. All right. We've also got basketball. There's not a whole lot in, in you know, ways of updates here, but there is some funny stuff and there's rumors that... Oh, it's not a rumor. Um, it's happened. Or it's a going to happen. Oh, is it? Well, he says, you know, the player that we're talking about is from Vanderbilt and he was like Me their too. star player. Yeah. And yeah. he's coming to Texas. I'm just going to break the news live on the podcast. By the time the podcast comes out on Friday, he's probably going to be committed. If not... RGB three and I'm a Mac just broke it on this early ones podcast. He's coming to fucking Texas, but he has a do not talk to me at all in <laughs> on, the transfer portal. on his transfer portal. Don't talk to me. It's like, Don't okay, well, I know where you're going and it's to motherfucking beard land, baby. Let's go. Yeah. All gas, no breaks, but they are salty as fuck over there. <laughs> they, about it. they don't have anything. He down. Nice. He like, down. They, I would be pissed off. I'd be super pissed off. You're Vanderbilt. There are, you don't have a lot of nice things besides your baseball program, which is a, a fucking wagon. But, I mean, you don't have a lot of nice things. So, um, stealing your best player from basketball? Sorry. We'll take it. We'll fucking take it. So, uh, moving on from basketball, that's really the, the only thing uh, in, in ways of updates. But we'll hey, have a, a rounded... One update. Um, we're going to be fucking awesome next year. If we yeah. kept Shaka, it's pretty much we, guaranteed. If yeah. we kept, if we kept Shaka, we're gonna be like maybe ten wins. Like with how many people are coming out, nobody's gonna transfer in. Yeah. on the hot seat. If with Beard Hire, we are. I'm ready. I'm putting a prediction on it. Um, we're going to be in the preseason top fifteen, guaranteed. Fucking teed. Like when the rankings come out, I don't know what it's gonna look like. You know, past that, but preseason top fifteen, Texas is gonna be squarely in the mix with just the guys that we have currently, and we're gonna keep adding, and we might still keep some dudes too, like Sims Brown, the Tech twenty four seven riders. The Tech twenty four seven riders are saying that they're choosing Texas over Gonzaga to favorite to win the championship. Oh shit! (laughs) (laughs) There are a bunch of slorches over there. Uh, So. Um, talking about, uh, you know, maybe some recruits. Um, we, we have rumors swirling that He's Arch, coming. Arch Manning is coming to the spring game. He's I don't know how, I don't know how much I'm going to put on those rumors. He's, He's pretty coming. far out. He's, He's pretty coming. far out. He's coming. He's coming. And, and, and so I'm, you know how I know he's You're horrible with predictions here. Oh yeah. Fuck. I am. Okay. Either way, I'm still predicting it. He's coming. So he's coming to the spring game. How do you know he's coming? You were about to say, you know, how, how do you know? It is plums. Oh yeah. (laughs) My plums. No. So it's, it's, it's Ruben Owens and him. They took a picture together. Ruben Owens was in a Manning house. Like that bitch must be fucking built to the max. Like, Ruben Owens was just sitting there and just said, Hey, I'm just going to come over to your house. Um, that kid is going to recruit the shit out of that guy. So you have the number one running back in the nation, the number one quarterback in the nation, and soon to be the number one in the nation, uh, from, um, who is, I'm not going to ruin it, but he is looking good to Texas. And <laughs> like, there are, uh, the 2023 wheels are in motion. And if Texas can produce on the field, look out. And, you know, I love Quinn Ewers. I was, I was the person that started the Ewers or bus thread on Surly Horns. <laughs> but I got to say, 
the fact seeing Manning. He's got his own train. He's got his own train of five stars that he's taken wherever he goes too. Yeah. So I think yeah. you say that, but he only all has the five star QBs have their little their little groupies that are going to follow with them. You say that, but I mean he has Kay- he has Caleb Burton to Ohio State, and that's it so far. I mean, and Caleb Burton for to me is not a five star. Like he might be able to pull, you know, you might get a Hudson to Texas or something like that. But to me, the Manning. You throw an 18 Manning with in the burnt orange jersey, bro. You don't think ESPN is just going to be salivating all over, all over that? It's the same thing as Peyton going to Tennessee. It's, you know, it's Peyton choosing Tennessee over Ole Miss. It's, you know, it's that big. Or, you know, Eli going to Ole Miss, you know, but, you know, back to Ole Miss. It's huge. It is on the ticker of SportsCenter. You know, how often do you get a recruiting news? It's, you know, never. It's going to be the ticker. Arch Manning commits to Texas, and I'm not going to make. No, I'm not going to make a prediction. I'm not going to do it. You <laughs> almost kind of did, so I'm going to take that as 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 the truth. So if he doesn't commit to Texas, I will blame you. It's my fault, and that's fair. Everybody blames blames me for everything anyway, so I can <laughs> I can take the heat. All gas, no breaks. Fuck it, Arch Manning to Texas. All gas, no breaks. Fuck everybody else. Fuck the haters. We're gonna have. <laughs> Cooper Manning's fucking son wearing burnt fucking orange, and it, and Cooper's the best Manning, right? He was the best. He just he just got hurt before he, yeah, he had that neck thing, which yeah. is crazy. You would think like okay, quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. He was a wide receiver, and then he had the neck like stenosis. It was the same thing Gabriel uh, Gabriel Floyd had, uh, which. That still sucks. It makes me want to drink just thinking about Gabriel Floyd. Moving on from that, we need to talk about a thread that just recently got started by none other than Slorch, but a really good topic. Of course, the infographic that he posted is completely bogus and not based on reality, but the whole thing is friendliest places to play and most hostile places to play. And instead of us, you know, because I don't think we've been to every single stadium, um, even between the three of us. But I'd like to go through and say, what's the friendliest game? Doesn't matter if it was their home stadium, but friendliest fans that you've interacted with and then the most hostile fans that you've interacted with. Wait, wait. Uh, Before we start, was this posted by, uh, was this a screenshot from ATL Boomer 1990? There's this guy on Twitter that keeps posting like all sorts of like rankings. He'll like just, I'm looking on his thread right now. Um, It's, Top 25 best worst traditions in college football. Best QB from every Power 5 school. Best restaurant in every group of five college town. It's just his opinion? Uh, he, I've, I've DM'd him before. He said it's based on, like, research and, like, other fans. Like, that's sure. Talking to him, but... Uh, <laughs> it's ATL Boomer 1990. Yes. ATL Boomer yeah. 1990. Yeah. What a he fucking had, name. He has blown up in the last two months of Twitter. He's gone from, like, 1,000 followers to, like, almost 5,000. He he posts these rankings about random. It sucks, right? These rankings are fucking garbage. Yeah, right. And they're, know, really, you know they're really just absolutely. He's the bill, so. so he's 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 he knows what he's doing. Uh, it's getting everyone talking. So yeah, but we're not going to talk about his. Fuck his rankings. We're not even going to say what his rankings are because they're so bad. And we're just going to talk okay, about so, our rankings. All right. So worst place, worst place. Worst I have is is A and M. I've been there a bunch. They the worst. Uh, best um, TCU wasn't bad. Baylor wasn't bad. Everyone else kind of sucks. Red River rivalry is right right there with AM, but AM just takes the takes the 
So I threatened to um I I I threatened to throw a guy off. I guess the statute of limitations are off now. But um I threatened <laughs> to throw a guy off the, out of the fucking stadium. Like literally I said I would, I will throw you into the next fucking row um at Kyle Field. So um, I'm going to go with that as the worst and then I'm going to go with um shockingly. Okay, so this is a complete shocker to me. But I guess I got to take it with a grain of salt because Texas wasn't playing them at the point at that at that exact. Oh, game. Yeah, it doesn't count. Okay, so if that, doesn't Texas count, game. Then if that doesn't count, then I will go with fuck TCU. TCU. That yeah. they were they were solid. It wasn't bad. Um, Very Christian like. Yeah, which. It, with their team, you know, excepting Marcel Brooks, they don't act very Christian uh, with their football team, but their fans did act very Christian. You know, they we all tithed together and prayed together and we were fucking fine. So <laughs> you tied at the game. Awesome. Yeah, they, they literally yeah. passed around a collection plate um, <laughs> mid game. So that's how Christian they are. Okay, yeah, so for me, by far, by far the fucking worst, worst fan base. Is is a really close tie for me between Georgia and LSU. Mm. Just fucking garbage fans. I I have been to games as an LSU fan, right? You know, not like just rooting for that. LSU, <clears throat> and uh, they're a fun crowd to be in. And that was that was mine um, that I was re- referring to when we weren't playing them. I went to an LSU game and it was a blast. It was a fucking yeah. great. It's a blast, yeah, but they're not, it, when you're not playing them. Yeah, they're a hoot. But but when they came when they came to Austin, yeah. that was one of the that's that was it was Tiger I got made, into lots of made, fucking Tiger screaming made. fights and yeah it was it was fucking really annoying. Um, but the worst Georgia fucking by far trash fans garbage fan base. <laughs> Fuck all you guys, you stupid motherfuckers. They were talking shit even when they were down down twenty they, points. Talking they were such a shit fan base. That they were they were talking about how other teams in the SEC were going to win the national, and I was like, "Yeah, but what about this game, you <laughs> stupid motherfucker?" SEC, yeah, SEC. and then I started chanting SEC Fuck in their you. face. Fuck yeah. the SEC, <clears throat> Georgia. That's like the worst, the worst fans I've ever been around um, at a Texas game, yeah. like by far, by far. Um, Best, best. I can't believe you, you've never been. Did you never go to a Nebraska? Did you never go to mm-hmm. Nebraska? Nope. Oh, best fans. It would be they're fun. the fucking best. They're the best fans of the NCAA, I think. Well, they're the nicest fucking. I people. think they have to be when they play they just us because feed you. They just like want to talk about football. They're like you guys have. They they're very knowledgeable. Here's some corn. They're just super nice fucking Midwestern people, and all they care about is football. They want to win, of course. But they will not talk shit at all. If anything, they'll say, oh, you know, I don't think so because, you know, I've watched his film and blah, blah, blah. Because they're a really knowledgeable fan base. Okay, well, I, I have to go, but I'll leave you with a, with a cool Nebraska stat. Love it. The last time Nebraska was ranked in the top five, a Texas team that would end up going five and seven beat them at home. And Nebraska has beaten Texas once in the last 45 years. Holy shit. Holy shit! No so, wonder they're so nice. They're 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 uh, they have whipped dog syndrome. Yes, man. Yeah, I'm sure they were talking nice, nice and friendly to you. They were neutered. Damn. Yeah. Holy shit. Damn. Okay. Well, I gotta go, guys. We really appreciate yeah. you coming on. Uh, it was a blast. Yep. Open invite. Yeah, and I can't wait to read okay. the book.
We gotta do this again. Yeah, and um, we're gonna put a link to uh, that that book. In, you know, from the Amazon thing. Yep. Go buy this book. It's it's absolutely hilarious. He gave you a little sneak preview. Really good shit. Oh, I mean, thanks for coming on, Kyle. Awesome. No, thanks again for coming on. Yeah, can't wait to read the book. Hook 'em. Hook 'em.